Hello everyone, welcome to Sauna I-E I'm your host XO It's Monday, Monday, June 21st And last week I had to take a break um, Had a recent passing in the family So I had to take the time off And really collect my thoughts, collect myself And really just be with the fam And check on the fam versus being busy And being productive with the podcast So I took a week off, but you know, we back back and we better but uh, uh last week was just very knowledgeable i learned a lot um about the fam about the book i'm reading I'm almost done with my book i'm glad it's june 21st and I'm literally done with my book so i'm about to be flipping over to another book seeing if i can finish a book before the end of this month try to get two down but um overall with this episode today i'm really discussing it's mental health monday shout out to everybody that's been uh, focusing and talking and really dealing with their mental health and really um, asking questions with others, asking questions to our peers, to our community, and seeing how they're doing mentally, and not just really, um, not just really just letting it go by when the people say they're good. Really asking the deep, in-depth questions of how they're doing mentally, how they're feeling this week, what's a recurrent thought that they've been having, uh, what's been bothering them, how they feel about themselves, and really asking those questions, really being inquisitive and seeing how they're doing overall versus just letting the good. Oh, how are you? And they say good, and you let that go. Uh, let's talk, let's communicate, let's open up and vent to each other and with people and get to know how people are doing and what they're dealing with. But Monday, 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 Mental Health Monday, Money Making Monday, and we back. On this episode, I'm discussing the book I'm reading, Atomic Habits by James Clare, a great book. I'm about to be finished literally today. I'll be finished today. After this episode, I'm going to go read some more, finish the book, and really take some more notes. But overall... I want to talk about this book because it's been very powerful and, and with me, honestly, and really sh- reshaping, reshaping my habits, reshaping my thoughts and really inspiring me to tell you guys about the book as well as people around me and motivating them to change their habits and change their ways and really focus on seeing what they're doing daily that they can switch up on. But I'm going to get in depth with that book. Um, every Monday, I'll be dropping the notes that I've read from the book uh, like this. Today, I'm a do the notes on chapters one through five and then next monday be six through ten and then so on and so on but as well with this episode we're going to talk about what growth entails and then i also found some mental health statistics that'll blow you away but thank you for tuning in if this is your first time tuning into sanai i greatly appreciate you for taking the time out your day to tune in and on this episode this podcast overall it's about personal development and the two main development topics we really focus on is mental health and financial literacy. Mondays are mental health Mondays and Fridays are financial Fridays. And that's what we've been doing for the past, I think, two weeks now. We just started up, but that's what the podcast is really about, helping you grow as a person, as an individual, as a friend, as a um family member just really grow and help people around you grow themselves so with that being said let's kick it off with the quotes of the day my first quote is the thoughts in your mind affect your outer world think your best feeling thoughts as much as you can the mind (laughs) mental health monday's perfect quote your thoughts in your mind affect your outer world how have you been thinking lately have you been thinking good thoughts have you been thinking bad thoughts have you been thinking indecisive thoughts? Have you 
been questioning yourself doubting yourself have you been uplifting how have your thoughts been recently and getting to know how your thoughts is that affects your outer world that affects everything on the outside so once you get your mind and your thoughts together where maybe you don't want the bad feeling thoughts maybe you want the best feeling thoughts and thinking those thoughts as much as you can and i know how it is too i'm an overthinker and negativity is just it's so much i want to say so much easier to think negative but we got to focus on being positive and uh focus on thinking good thoughts positive thoughts every time a negative thought comes across your mind cancel it out like nah, that not that thought is not for me and that thought isn't me counsel that thought out and think the positive thoughts the best thoughts the best feeling thoughts about yourself but once again that quote is the thoughts in your mind affect your outer world think your best feeling best feeling thoughts as much as you can and the next quote is be kind to yourself remember that when you abuse yourself you'll experience the anger regret and apathy of the bully as well as the depression anxiety and insecurity of the victim whatever you do be kind to yourself damn <laughs> I, just, I read that quote and i'm like uh should i elaborate on it or should i just leave it how it is and that, that quote is deep like it gives you both sides both perspectives from the victim and the bully and it's like be kind to yourself we all, we're always kind to others, but we're rarely kind to ourselves. We always think bad thoughts about ourselves. We always put ourselves down. We always belittle ourselves. We always doubt ourselves. We never have that confidence in, your, in ourselves. Some people do. Some people don't. But majority don't have no confidence in themselves where they're always questioning, doubting, and really tough on themselves. Sometimes they abuse, themse- abuse themselves because they want to be so perfect and they want this, they want that there, that they put themselves down. But you got to be kind to yourself throughout everything. Always be kind. Always be nice to yourself. Speak positive to yourself. Speak love to yourself. Love yourself. No matter what you're going through. We're all going through different phases in life, different games in life. And it's like, always be kind to yourself because it always starts with you and your mentality. Once you be kind to yourself, kindness will bring and gravitate towards you. So you have to be kind to yourself no matter what you're going through. Even if you had a rough day, at the end of the day, be thankful and grateful. Like, yo, even though today wasn't the best day, I know tomorrow will be. I did my best today, but tomorrow I'll do better. Be kind to yourself. And once again, the quote is, be kind to yourself. Remember that when you abuse yourself, you'll experience the anger, regret, and apathy of the bully, as well as the the depression, anxiety, and insecurity of the victim. Whatever you do, be kind to yourself. I'll be right back. So the first segment up for today is the book that I'm reading, which is The Power of Atomic Habits by James Clare. And this book is phenomenal. If you like reading books, if you want to change up your habits, if you've been doing bad habits lately and you're like, I'm trying to switch on good habits. I'm trying to be a better person, trying to do great things in life. But my habits, my habits lately haven't been consistent. I've been doing good four days out of the week but the other three days i take time off i get lax of days ago i get lazy and i get complacent and then once monday rolls around i get that fire again but it's like we got to stay consistent consistent with our uh habits as well as what we're doing on a daily basis disciplining ourselves and taking the right actions and with this book it really emphasizes that 
Um, it's a great book for anyone. It's so detailed and it keeps you engaged with uh, many stories about different people and how these habits or how the chapters relate to their habits and how habits become our behavior. And the first chapter is talking about the surprising power of, of atomic habits. And it starts off with a regular practice of routine that is small and easy to do, but also the source of an incredible power, a component of the system of compound growth. Habits are the compound interests of self-improvement. Getting 1% better daily counts in the long run. Doing that 1% daily counts in the long run. Um, whatever you're doing, if it's reading daily, reading every reading book 30 minutes a day or reading a chapter a day, reading consistently, that compound interest, you're getting 1% better every day, every day. And by the end of the year, you add all that up and you're like, yo, 365 days out of the year, I read daily and I read this many books or this many pages throughout the year simply because I stay disciplined. It's all about getting better, getting 1% better every day. But habits are a double-edged sword. They can work with you or against you. Small changes make no difference until you cross a critical threshold. The most powerful outcome of any compounding process are delayed, that delayed gratification. You need to be patient. Patience, they say, is a virtue. And we, we as humans, we want that instant gratification when it comes to things. We don't like the delayed gratification. That's because our brains are shaped or have been shaped and formed to gravitate towards the instant gratification instead of thinking about the delayed gratification so that's what this book uh emphasizes too later in the book it talks about how our brains are wired to focus on instant gratification versus delayed but i'll get deeper into that in the later shows um back to the notes an atomic habit is a little habit that is a part of a larger system if you want better results then forget about setting goals focus on your system instead Focus on your system instead. And with that is system versus goal. Let's say you got a goal. Your goal, main goal is um, lose 10 pounds in the next three months. What system are you going to set up to accomplish that goal? Are you going to be like, all right, okay, I have to go for that. Me to accomplish this goal, the system I have to set up, I have to go to the gym consistently five days out of the week. I have to eat right. I got to get my count my meals, count my calories and focus on what I'm eating and putting it into my body. That's another thing, a part of the system. Number three. OK, have my rest days. What days do I need to rest? What how can I drop the weight within these three months? What do I need to focus on? Who do I need to research? What gym plans do I need to do? And setting that system up and it leads up to the bigger goal, which is to lose 10 pounds in three months. So it's creating that system for yourself and sticking to that system. And. And the, and the chapter ends off with you don't rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems so think about the systems you have right now in place for any goal that you have do you have a system in place or do you just have the goal written now like oh I want to be rich or I want to lose weight or I want a new car I want a new house what do you think that system that you have in place to, to get to that goal What? how can you get there and then we go into chapter two. Chapter two titles, How Your Habits Shape Your Identity. And it says there are three levels of change, outcome change, process change, and identity change. The most effective way to change your habits is to focus on what you want to become. 
Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the type of person you want to become. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity. Habits matter because they can change your beliefs about yourself. And that's true. You consistently doing a new habit, doing anything new. And the most effective way to change your habits is to focus on who you want to become. Who do you want to become? What habits do you have to do to become that person? And once you start doing those habits consistently on a dis- on a daily basis, you discipline yourself and you start seeing you having a new identity forming to where you're like, yo, I'm doing these habits consistently. And it's like, yo, I'm becoming a new person as I'm doing these habits. And that's what happens. You'll be transforming into somebody new when you're trying to be that person. So. Like I said, becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity. Hmm. Then we jump into chapter three. Chapter three talks about this title, how to build better habits. A habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to become automatic. The ultimate purpose of habits is to solve the problems of life with as little energy and effort as possible. Any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that has four steps. Number one, the cue. Number two, the craving. Number three, the response. And number four, the reward. The four laws of behavior change are a simple or simple rules we can use to create better habits. One, make it obvious. Number two, make it attractive. Number three, make it easy. And number four, make it satisfying. Then it discusses and goes into the first law, which is make it obvious, and the fifth chapter, which is the man who didn't look right. Once our habits are automatic, we stop paying attention to what we are doing. And you ever notice that? What habits have you have you done that have become automatic? You probably like waking up in your morning routine where it's become automatic that you don't even look like or think twice about it, that you everything's just already routine. You get up, wake up. Maybe shower, wash your, wash your face, brush your teeth, and then get up and go make some coffee, make some tea, drink some water, or something. However, your morning routine is that you don't even think about it anymore. It's become a, a, a ritual to you. The process of behavior change always starts with awareness. You must become aware of your habits before you can change them. Pointing and calling raises your level of awareness from a non-conscious habit to a more conscious level by verbalizing your actions. So point and call out. What habits that you know are bad habits? We know we we all have do bad habits and we know they're bad, but they make us feel good. They're an instant reward, that instant gratification for us. So what habits do you know is a bad habit that you consistently do and that's really becoming detrimental to your progress, to your growth? Think about it. And that sums up this segment. But if you like this book or if you read this book before, reach out to me. Let's let's talk about it. Um, I honestly think everybody listening to this right now should read The Power of Atomic Habits and let me know what you think. I greatly. I love the book. Um, I might read it again, but check it out. Let me know what y'all think. I'll be right back and I'm going to jump into the next segment, which is what growth entails. Thank you for tuning in to Sana I.E. next segment of our discussion is is what growth entails and the number one thing growth entails is alone time 
getting that alone time, that me time, that I time, that time you get to yourself where you can think, analyze, reflect, meditate, strategize, and really just take that time to be with yourself, cater to yourself, love yourself, embrace yourself, and really just see how far you've came in life or in the week or in the month or in the year and just giving us that you your that you time that i time we all need it and that's what growth entails where you want to be alone more where you want to see and experience and get to know yourself on a deeper level on an inner level where you want to see why you act a certain way why you feel a certain way why do you do the things you do and that's taking that alone time and really bonding with yourself and getting to know yourself through the ups and downs, through the hard times, through the heartbreaks, through the trials and tribulations, through the job losses, through the money losses, and really just getting that alone time with yourself and seeing how can you grow. And that's where we get that alone time, that I time, where we cater to ourselves as well as our needs and take the time for yourself. So if you've been yourself been feeling like, yo, I've been spending a lot of time by myself alone time, it's good. But utilize that time and really get to know yourself and be with yourself. Don't just like Netflix and chilling or sleeping the day away or not really being productive or being reflective on yourself or on the day. So utilize that you time, that alone time, that me time. Next up will be changing or losing relationships. Relationships are key in life. But if if it isn't healthy, for us then it's time to change and we all know what healthy relationships are our friendships are we've been in healthy relationships healthy friendships you've probably been in a friendship now that you're thinking about when i speak say healthy friendship you're probably thinking like yo i've been friends with so-and-so for a decade or been friends with this person for this long and it's like yo it's been a healthy relationship and then you're thinking like yo i did have i did have a few toxic relationships toxic friendships to where it just ended tumultuously and I didn't know at the time, but now I see the signs that they had uh, that toxic relationship or toxic friendship. And it's like we there's time to lose relationships and there's time to gain relationships as well as friendships. And it's just being aware and taking notice of is this relationship healthy to me or is this relationship toxic for me? And that's really evaluating everybody around you, your peers, your family. Some people don't have to be in your inner circle. Some people that you've known for decades, times, time in that you like, yo, this person isn't good for me, but I've known them for this surplus amount of years. And it's like, no, you got to do what's best for you and let them keep that person at arm's length and not really let that person be somebody that's really toxic and negative and really always brings you down or always creates that toxic energy in your life. So evaluate the relationships you have in your life and that's what growth entails um changing relationships losing relationships gaining relationships gaining friendships and really leveling up so be aware and do your job do the job accordingly when you cut in and losing relationships and friendships next one will be setting boundaries have you been feeling overwhelmed boxed in and feeling like dang I feel like I need some boundaries around me and or maybe you need to readjust your boundaries. Maybe you had boundaries up and those boundaries over time, they failed. They really ran their course and you're like, yo, I need some new boundaries now. Or maybe you don't have no boundaries in your life at all and your life is just constantly chaotic. People can come in your life anytime they want to or really disrupt your days, disrupt your months anytime they want to because they know you're always open to them. 
but it's all about setting boundaries for yourself, for your mental health, for your physical health, for your spiritual health, and then really setting those boundaries and not letting anybody overcrowd those boundaries or get you boxed in. Setting those boundaries and knowing, yo, this is the time I need my alone time. This is the time that I do the things for myself. This is what I need from you. This is the setting those boundaries and letting people know that's what growth entails. You can't keep letting people run over you, really disrupt your days or suck up the energy out of you. You got to control your energy, control your boundaries. Next up would be asking ourselves the hard questions. Sitting, sitting down with yourself. This, this can happen in your alone time too. Sitting down with yourself, asking yourself the hard questions, getting out a notepad, a pen and a paper, and really just asking yourself certain hard questions like, have I grown lately? Am I being complacent? Am I consuming too much? What do I want? What do I want to be in five years? What do I want to be in 10 years? What does my future look like? What does next week look like? What do I want for myself? How do I grow? What's been holding me back? What is, hasn't been a productive habit for me? How are my habits lately? Who do I want to be? Am I becoming that person? Asking those questions, asking yourself and really writing down the answers and seeing and being honest with yourself. Ask yourself the hard questions and be honest with the answers so you know where you are and where you stand in life so you can track your progress. Once you know where you are standing in life, it really helps you out to where you're like, yo, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to go and this is what I have to do. So taking those time, taking the time out the day and asking yourself the hard questions Next up, saying no when we mean no. Saying no when we mean no. Quick to say yes, but hesitant to say no. Why is that? Why are we so fast to say yes to people when we know we want to say no? In the times we say no, we feel bad for saying no to people because we're probably overly generous. Where every time somebody asks us for something, every time... We jump over through hoops for other people, but we really want to say no at times, but we know we can because we'll feel bad as a person. We got to stop that. We got to grow from that and like, no, no, it's nothing wrong with saying no. You'll, you'll be, people will be shocked when you, the first time you tell them no, they're like, what? They'll be like, so amazed. Like you said no. Like, yeah, I said no because I'm growing. I can't always do what you need me to do. I got to do what I need to do for myself. So saying no and meaning no. Next up, facing our past. Regret, our past burdens, won't help us with our future blessings. We all have regrets. We all have past burdens. We all have a past. Come face to face with your past. Whatever that's in your past that's been holding you back, holding you down, that you've constantly been dwelling on and that you haven't taken that leap to the, your future, to your present, to you're always dwelling in the past, like, oh, that past relationship, or that past job, or that past, what I did in the past with the money, what I did in the past in high school. Let the past go and focus on right now in the future. The past happened. Let the past happen. Let the past be what it was. Focus on right now in the future and what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what new milestones, goals do you have for yourself that you want to set. Face your past. Focus on the present aim for the future that's what it really comes down to don't let your past hold you back don't regret anything from the past or burn anything from the past the past is all just lessons the past shaped who you are today 
let the past be what it is and focus on who you want to be. The next one is acceptance and stepping into your new identity. We are who we are. Accept this, don't reject this. It's how you got here today. But who you want to be tomorrow starts with acceptance. Accepting who you are, accepting what you've been through, accepting the past mistakes that you did, accepting your past and knowing like, yes, I made the mistakes. I did this in the past, but the future is bright for me and I know where I'm headed and I can't hold myself back. I got to accept myself for who I am, love myself and be confident in every step on the way on this journey, because I know at the end of the day, it's me versus me. So accept yourself for who you are. Short, short, tall, ugly, fat, black, white, whatever you are, accept yourself, accept your skin, accept your face, accept your personality, accept yourself and love yourself and be confident in yourself and know who you are. Control your mind. Acceptance is key, people. And with growth, it's not a lifestyle, it's a destination. It's a lifestyle, not a destination. And that really because you're growing constantly daily. Who you were yesterday is different from who you are today. Vice versa with who you are today is going to be different from who you are tomorrow. You're always going to be constantly changing. So it's going to be a different lifestyle of you growing consistently. Who you are in 10 years will be different from who you are today. We're constantly growing, becoming new people, shedding skin and becoming different personalities, different identities over time. Our environment shapes us, our culture shapes us, our people around us shape us, and we become new people over time. So just knowing growing, you're going to constantly be growing. It's not going to be a destination. It's going to be a lifestyle. You're constantly growing into a new person. Next up would be making difficult decisions. Life is about difficult decisions. We're always constantly making difficult decisions on a daily basis, weekly basis, or monthly basis. That's what life's about, making those difficult decisions and being confident and firm in the decisions you make instead of being iffy. Question yourself, doubting yourself, and really like, damn, should I make that decision? No, I don't want to make that decision. No, be confident in the decision that you make and move on and move forward. If it's a mistake or a fuck up at the end, fuck up. Fuck, you made a mistake, lesson learned, keep moving forward. That's what life's about, making difficult decisions and moving forward, growing. Next up, learning to choose ourselves. Another item that growth entails is okay to be selfish, even if you've always been selfless. Be selfish with your, be selfish with yourself. Choose yourself at times. If you're that person that's listening right now, you always choose other people before you choose yourself. Put yourself in front of other people. Now, choose yourself. Choose what makes you happy. Choose what you want to do. Choose yourself. Next up, celebrating our accomplishments. Even the small wins. The little wins count. Every little victory. It's all about getting 1% better every day. Those little victories, they help us out. They build up, build up, build up, build up to the big the big victory. But we have to celebrate our accomplishments. We have to celebrate the wins. We have to celebrate the efforts. Small wins create big ripples. So focus on the small wins. Whatever you're doing, focus on getting that 1% better at any task or anything that you're doing. Focus on winning. 
focus on the accomplishments. Be grateful and proud of the accomplishments accomplishments that you made. Even if it's even the smallest accomplishment, congratulate yourself for it. Getting better every day is what it's about. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate your accomplishments. Even if you have to do it to yourself, even if you have to do it in silence, celebrate that. You'll feel good. Last one. Oh, last two. Validating our emotions. And not just the positive ones. Validating our emotions. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel your emotions. Validate them. Write them down. Write out like what you feel, how you feel, why you feel this way, what made you feel this way. Journal your emotions. Have an emotional journal. Fellas, I know y'all listening to this right now like, nah, I don't want to talk about emotions. Nah, talk about your emotions. It opens you up to a different side of yourself. Have that emotional journal. Write out your emotions. Write how you feel, what you feel, why you feel this way, why you acted this way, why you did this. And write that down. Feel, write, write it down and read over it. Have that emotional journal. Control your emotions. Be in control of yourself as well as validate your emotions. Validate what you're feeling at the time. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Validate your emotions. And that last but not least on this segment of what growth entails, listening to our bodies, listening to our bodies. Take some time out right now. Close your eyes. Take two to three deep breaths and just two minutes of silence and just think, listen to your body. Listen to how you feel and see, hmm, how's my, how's my heart rate? How's my breathing? How's my mind? How's my thoughts? How do I feel on the inside? How do I feel on the outside? Do uh, a whole full body scan of yourself. How you feel? Is there any tension anywhere anywhere in your body? Feel, feel out. Do that for two minutes. And then we're going to jump into the next segment. Thank you all for tuning in. And that is the end of what growth entails. If you have any other uh, items yourself that you're like, yo, this is another step of growing or what growth entails, let me know, sanai.com, or hit me up on sanaipodcast at gmail.com, or even leave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And I'll be right back with Sanai. segment for discussion is mental health statistics coming from the National Alliance of Mental Health and every episode every Monday episode Monday um, until Mondays we discuss mental health and really knowing the signs of mental health what questions to ask as well as asking ourselves these questions and really being aware of our mental health in general not just putting things to the side when it comes to our feelings emotions our thoughts and really utilizing the time to really vent, journal, meditate, do deep breathing, walking, getting some sunlight, being outside in nature, doing little things to build your mental health on a daily basis. It's all about getting, I discussed earlier, getting that 1% better every day, doing the little things every day, collecting those small victories, the small wins, even when it comes to your mental health, doing the little things mentally, having your morning routine down packed that you don't have to really think about it, that is just habitual. So mental health is like a big thing to me every monday we drop mental health monday episodes discussing mental health and 
things pertaining to the mental health field. But today on this segment, like I said, this is more of mental health statistics. Millions of people are affected by mental health, whether it's somebody that has mental health or somebody that's indirectly dealing with mental health as being a peer, or family member, or a friend. One in five U.S. adults experience mental health illness, mental illness each year. One in 20 U.S. adults experience serious mental illness each year. One in six U.S. youth aged six um, through 17 experience a mental health disorder yearly. One in six U.S. youth aged six to 17. So if you listen right now, you have kids between the ages of 6 and 17. Sit down with them and talk to them and see how they're doing mentally and have that conversation with them, making sure they're aware of their mental health and how making sure they're aware of their emotions, validating their emotions, validating their feelings, validating what they feel, making sure they're confident in themselves, know, making sure they love themselves and really teaching them self-love, teaching them about their mental health, teaching them about financial literacy and really helping your kids out or even if you have a godson a niece and nephew anything of that nature really sitting down with them and really discussing mental health as and anything that we're going through letting them know that you're here for them that they can always reach out to you and talk to you like i said the statistic says one in six u.s youth age six through 17 experience a mental health disorder yearly so it's our job as adults to really check on our kids the kids around us and seeing how they're doing when it comes to mental health when it comes to themselves when it comes to anything in life really talking to them and give them the open door policy to where they can talk to you about anything and anything and everything that they're feeling the next statistic is 50 percent of all lifetime mental illnesses begins at the age of 14 and some at, and 75 percent by age 24 so there's Sometimes it'll hit them in the wave of by the age of 14, and sometimes it'll be 75. See, uh, not 75, but 24. And it says 75% of li- all lifetime mil- mental illnesses either start at 50% start at 14, and the 70, 75% start at age 24. So being aware of that, if you know anybody that's really dealing with anything mentally, be there for them step by step along the way help them out introduce them to the podcast introduce them to anybody that you know any psychotherapist psychiatrist psychologist and anybody that's did that in the mental health field reach out and talk to them and really be aware of your mental health as well and just get the people your peers or loved ones anybody that's dealing with anything mentally get them the help that they need um Next statistic, suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 through 34. Damn, that's the 10 to 34. And I'm me thinking, um, when I read that, read, read this statistic, I'm really thinking about social media and the comparison when it comes to Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, TikTok, all that, where 10, ages 10 to 34, that's where the, the social media people, that people that's really doing the social media in social media and really focus on social media trying to become what they see and it gets it gets to you being on social media and really getting totally consumed by that you really get to a brink if you have any mental um mental issues or going through any mental phases 
that seeing that brings a side of depression, brings a side of, side of anxiety, brings those suicidal thoughts. And like I said, suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 through 34. So take the social media into moderation and really check on people. Check on the people around you daily. Have them in-depth conversations. Ask those questions. See how they're doing. Don't just brush them off to the side. Even people that you see in the street, any strangers, anybody you see, have a conversation with them. See how they're doing. See what they do. See how you can help them out today. My next statistic, people with depression have a 40% higher risk of developing cardiovascular and metabolic diseases that are than the general population. So people with depression have a 40% 40 higher risk, 40% higher for people with depression. I feel like we've all either had somebody in our life that has double depression or we've been depressed ourselves. I think depressed and depressing is two different phrases. Depressed is, oh, you're depressed for like a day or two. Depression lingers on throughout months, throughout years, throughout days, and it lingers on and where they have a higher risk. People with the depression have a higher risk of developing cardiovascular and metabolic diseases. So anybody that you you know that's really like, yo, Sally's always been depressed. She's always been having depression lately. She's been having depression since COVID started, hypothetically speaking. And maybe you can do your part to help Sally out, reaching out to her, taking her out for a walk, taking her out for lunch, showing her that she loved and appreciated, and really helping her with her mental health, developing her mental health, because any any phase or any trials and tribulations that you go through mentally, physically, you can get through. You just have to really take the time, apply yourself, and discipline yourself, and do the steps that you have to do to get out of that wave next up students aged 6 through 17 with mental emotional or behavior or behavior concerns are three times more likely to repeat a grade did this sound like you when you were between the ages of 6 or 17 or did you have any mental emotional or behavior concerns to where you're like yo damn and that made you repeat a grade or two or almost made you get held back or something of that nature think think back now between the ages of 6 and 17 were you a good kid bad kid were you aware of your mental health emotional health or your behaviors or you were just living life i know majority of thinking like yo we was just living life we was between the ages of 6 and 17 i didn't have no care in the world trust me i know those are the good old days but now that i'm reading the statistic was me growing up mental health was not ever discussed in elementary school, middle school, or high school. I didn't even know mental health was a thing. We all learned about physical education, sex education, and other subjects within school, but we mental health is never discussed. Mental health should be a topic discussed in elementary school, middle school, college, high school, all of it should continu- continuously be discussed and talked about, and everybody should be aware and notice uh their, how their mental health is and how they can improve their mental health on a daily basis and really help others and have that conversation and not feel like oh I can't talk about my mental health because I don't want to be vulnerable vulnerability is how you show your strength when it comes to mental health and my last statistic is depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide man I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, 
I'm just really thinking about the, uh, these stats or statistics as well as thinking about reflecting on my life and reflecting on anybody that's been in my life or been around that's really dealt with anything mentally and did I see the signs did I see it or did I help and just really reflecting back even yourself reflecting back on your life um, wherever you at right now taking that time after after this podcast and really reflecting like hmm who has been having mental health issues or been going through mental health phases that I haven't been seeing the signs, but I know something's been there, but I didn't ask because I felt like it wasn't my place to ask. Well, you can't do that. When somebody's dealing with anything mentally, physically, or just dealing with anything, anything, you should always inquire and see how they're doing, see if they're good, see if they need anything. Even if they're like, no, I'm good. Still stick with them, stay with them, show them that you really truly care that you love for them and that you, this moment right here, this time right here is for them to help them with anything they're going through. But mental health, people, this should be our number one priority. Whatever you're doing right now, uh, if you're on the way to work, coming home from work, or it's a late night, you're probably at the gym right now, or cooking, cleaning the house, whatever it is, take some time and check on yourself. Check on your mental health. See how you're feeling mentally, physically. See what you can improve on. If you like, man, late this week's been a drag or last week's been a drag. It's been a rough week or rough weekend. Take that sign, take that time with yourself. Do do some deep breathing. Do a quick one to two minute meditation. Really collect yourself, collect your thoughts, and get back to your center of focus. Get back to that peace within yourself. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna give y'all a brief break and I'm gonna hit y'all with the recap. Thank you for tuning in to Sauna. So, and we're back with the recap. I was just playing around with some uh, adjustments. I know you're hearing this before. You heard the uh, transition to our recap segment. And I'm like, yo, like I said, I've been playing with some transitions. So I think I'm going to start using that for when i start doing the recap as well as the intro you heard the intro music i've been working with some a few different transitions to um liven up the podcast let me know what you think leave a review on sonai.com i'll greatly appreciate it but now let's get into the recap of today with the quotes the segments of the uh, power of atomic habits what growth entails mental health statistics and recapping that but let's start off with the quotes of the day. The first quote was, the thoughts of your mind affect your outer world. Think your best feeling thoughts as much as you can. You waking up this morning or you woke up today. What thoughts have crossed your mind? Have they been negative thoughts? Have they been good feeling thoughts? If they've been negative thoughts, counsel them out and really refocus on the positive things, the positivity in your life, the positive thoughts of waking up, being grateful that you're waking up. Think of think, think, three things that you are grateful for today. And really feel into those things, three things that you're grateful for. The next quote was, be kind to yourself. Remember that when you abuse yourself, you'll experience the anger, regret, and apathy of the bully, as well as the depression, anxiety, and insecurity of the victim. Whatever you do, be kind to yourself. And I think that I'm right there is a self-explanatory quote because you should always be kind to yourself even though i know there's days where we get we get on ourselves and really put ourselves down because we want so much for ourselves we want to accomplish so much we want to do so much that we hold ourselves to a high esteem but 
at the end of the day always be kind to yourself rome wasn't built in a day you're not going to build anything up in a day take the time be patient and learn with the process as well as being kind to yourself then we got into one of my favorite books right now that i finished up and that'll be the power of atomic habits Uh, and that book resonating with me heavily starting with the intro the surprising power of atomic habits a regular practice or routine routine that is small and easy to do but also the source of incredible power and component of the system of compound growth habits are the compound interest of self-improvement small changes make no difference until you can uh, cross a critical threshold most powerful outcomes of any compounding process are delayed you need to be patient an atomic habit is a little little habit it's a part of a larger system if you want better results forget about setting goals focus on your system instead you don't need to rise to level your goals you'll fall to level of your systems and then chapter two talks about how to shape your identity three levels of change are outcome change process change and identity change the most effective way to change your habits is to focus on who you want to become identity emerges out of your habits every action is a vote for the type of person you want to become becoming the best version of yourself requires that you to continuously edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity habits matter because they can change your beliefs about yourself then we dive into chapter three discussing how to build better habits a better a habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to be automatic the ultimate process of habits is to solve the problems of life with as little energy and effort as possible. Any habit can be broken into a feedback loop of, that has four steps, cue, craving, response, and reward. The four laws of behavior change are, a, are simple rules we can use to create better habits. One, make it obvious. Two, make it attractive. Three, make it easy. Four, make it satisfying. And then it dives into, chapter three dives into, or chapter four dives into, the make it obvious which is the man who didn't look right once our habits become automatic we stop paying attention to what we're doing have you ever felt that way to where your habits became so automatic that you didn't realize that you were doing it that it's been a ritual uh the process of behavior change always starts with awareness you must become aware of your habits before you change them pointing and calling out your habits raises the level of awareness of from a non-conscious habit to a more conscious level by verbalizing that your actions and then we dive into what growth entails how to grow growth entails the alone time changing or losing relationships setting boundaries um, asking ourselves the hard questions have you grown are you being complacent are you consuming too much what do you want what do you see yourself in five years what do you want to be saying no and meaning no facing our past accepting ourselves for who we are and stepping into your new identity then we finish up with that segment with making difficult decisions. Difficult decisions are made daily. You have to make them. Uh, then we talked about learning to choose ourselves, choose yourselves first, celebrating our accomplishments, validating your emotions, as well as learning to listen to your body. And then we drum, jumped into and talked about some mental health statistics. One in five U.S. adults experience mental health illness every year. One in six youths. Uh, youth age 6 to 17 experience a mental health uh, disorder yearly. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins at age 14 and 75 by the age of 24. And that's deep. Um, with that being said, if you 
yourself or dealing with anything mentally or you have anybody that's in your family or close or in your circle or in your community that's dealing with anything mentally check on them get them within the right people right help and really be with them on their journey as they're going through their phase the mental phase anything can be beat if we just have a support with each other and be there for each other and take on the problem at hand and just find a solution but I appreciate y'all tuning in. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in to Sana IE. And subscribe to the show. Leave a review. Let me know what you think. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts or even leave a review on sanaie.com. I greatly appreciate it. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash sanaie. And on there, uh, we have a poll on a, a poll about what y'all want me to add more on the Patreon as well as figuring out um these hat designs and new designs and the new shirts and hats that are coming about but check us out greatly appreciate it and i'll be back again with y'all on friday and i'm gonna leave y'all with this life is a question and how we live it is our answer have a great weekend